0: Welcome to Women United Art Podcast, a space dedicated to women artists from all around the globe. Together, we'll dive deep into all things related to our art practices and life experiences. Stay tuned for tips and great advice from incredible women who are killing it in the art world. My name is Mona Lurch. I am a visual artist, artist coach and founder of Art Moms United and Women United Art Movement and I'm inviting you now to be the choreographer of your own life. I hope this podcast will inspire you and help you navigate through the next steps in your art career. And with that being said, let's begin our journey together. Welcome to another episode of Women United Art Podcast. This episode is going to be a little different than what you're used to hearing because today I have Gira Joshi here with me and we're going to talk about our new program that we launched uh, last week and we can't wait to discuss what's in it, what are the features, what was the motivation behind it, we want to share our stories with you and why we think this program is important. So, hello Guido, welcome here. Thank you so much, I'm excited to be here. Me too. I'm so excited to talk to you again. We talk now all the time, but but it's it's very nice to discuss these things and introduce our work to the people who are listening. So, would you like to start by maybe telling me something about your experiences with launching different projects because you've done so many different things. You wrote a book, you are publishing a magazine, you have a podcast, blog, online exhibits and what have you coaching practice so tell me all about it yeah I think um, somehow I've managed to kind of build a
1: career that is made up of many projects and as you've listed out there very nicely you know I have a book it's a best-selling book I have art scene magazine which was launched in 2021 uh, last year Um, I have a podcast, but we have a membership program, an online community, online exhibits, in real life exhibits, all the things. And I think I kind of see this as a bit of a, it's a blended career and job role, but it is made up of many projects. Um, Alongside this, I've also launched products and, yeah, we're coaching artists uh, to build their best art lives. So that's what I see a project as. And I think that was one of the things... That was the motivation for both of us when we were talking about uh, creating the program, which is now called Launch It Now. We wanted to really help other people have, you know, fulfill their project ideas, whatever that is, whether it's a one-time exhibition or it's a podcast that will have, you know, a lifespan of many years. So it's just something that adds to their art life, their art career, their creative practice. And it's really in many ways an extension of it, but it is kind of identified as it's, it has its own kind of boundaries there as well.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing. And I just want to mention that artists usually feel very isolated in their art practices because they're working either from their homes or studios. And so creating a project that helps you connect with other people other artists and other communities is actually a wonderful way to to change that and it definitely was for me you know sort of changing from just painting or just being an artist into a creator who who does many different things so so I really love when that happens
1: i think for you as well you were always very keen to create a community Because you were at home, you were with your young son. And I think this is another thing that artists are very good at. You know, oftentimes they might be called collectives if they are very much around, you know, that sharing of not just ideas, but exhibitions and different ways of exhibiting and that sort of cross pollinating of ideas and things like that. But you also wanted to create, you know, a community that was born out of something you felt was missing. And I think that's a really important thing to say here. You know, these things come out of not just what else can I do, but what is it that I would like or what would have supported me five years ago
0: or something like that. Absolutely. And thank you so much for mentioning that. It was definitely a way to give back to the community. I'm a self-thought artist. I think many of people in the audience know that. And when I started out, I just didn't know what I was going to do with my art. And I received so much support from other artists right at the beginning. And I felt like I need to give back. So that's why I wanted to create a community of like-minded women, which is, as you said, something that I was missing as a young mom. Or not that young, but new mom. (laughs) But I also wanted to mention different things such as a podcast so for example for me i don't know the reasons behind your podcast and i really want to know but for me it was like i started doing these live interviews on social media and i just felt it's such a short time span where people just see them when they are live then maybe the replay and then it gets lost in the content while i wanted to do something bigger and i just wanted to extend that lifespan so that's why i created a podcast But also, I want to mention that every single time we have different projects and different ideas, there are definitely fears. And I don't know about you, but for me, it comes all the time. But I I sort of learned how to work through them and process them. And just like, you know, I always acknowledge them, say hi. And then I'm like, okay, that's the sign that I need to do this. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's such a great way of putting it, actually. I think there are times when, you know, you, you start having your doubts, whatever they are, but being self-aware enough to recognize that they are just sort of transient thoughts and just to be able to observe and go, okay, thank you, or that's interesting, and not taking it as 100% truth, especially if you are motivated by your uh, project you know whether it's a podcast or whatever it is
0: so we talked a lot about competition and the fear of you know so many people doing the same thing how do i fit in how do i you know shine in this broad community of artists so can you give me some thoughts on that yeah and i think especially as um instagram in recent weeks has just
1: you know made us even less visible I think, you know, with the engagement rates dropping and all of that, I think the sense of competition is really a understandable fear that people are having. Um, I think there isn't really true competition. You know, we're not really trying to take up market share when it comes to podcasts and things like that. I think for myself, you know, from what you've said for yourself and most people starting a podcast is about feeling heard. It's about using their voice. And in the simplest sense, it's that, right? It's that's what you get out of it. But, you know, I'm never going to listen to a podcast about cricket or cookery or something like that. These are areas that just don't interest me. So, of course, I'm not if I was competing or I was really observing the rankings on a podcast, these are not things that I would be especially paying attention to. And I think if you're going to start an art podcast or you're going to start one about artist mothers, I mean, they probably do already exist, but it doesn't mean there isn't space for yours.
0: Fantastic. I love that. Let's talk about our program and the motivation behind it. So we both are artist coaches. We work with different types of artists. I work with women. You work with both men and, and women. And we just kept seeing this desire to do more, to create different things, uh, not just art, but also, as we mentioned, podcasts, communities, different platforms, opportunities, courses, what have you. So what was the most common factor preventing people from actually doing that? If, I think if we take a very high level view, they weren't
1: trusting themselves. They would you know, mention this on our calls or even on the group calls and I think in some ways they were looking for validation. Now, every one of them had a fantastic idea because they were so immersed in their work. They were excited about, you know, what, whether it was an online course that they wanted to do, run a workshop, an exhibition or um, build an online community or something else. But they were really passionate about it. And I think one of the key factors that would often hold them back was they didn't trust themselves And this was sometimes concealed with, I'm not sure how to do it. Well, I think, you know, Google can really be your friend, but that's okay, right? All of, you know, the how part can be learned if you are motivated to actually proceed. I think there were times when clarity was missing. Quite often, people would have the big vision for the project that they wanted to do. They wanted this podcast, they wanted it out in the world, but it wouldn't necessarily have the clarity around the next steps or, You know, a podcast is more than simply, you know, recording this audio and putting it out there. It does take some promotion and advocacy from your community to really kind of get put out there on the airwaves or across the Internet and all the things. But, yeah, I think clarity, um, not trusting themselves. I think that another common thing I came across was this fear that it might be such a time suck and quite a burden so, they felt like they had to load this into what they were already doing. But, you know, I really believe that, you know, time expands when you're doing these things that you find fulfilling. You know, you find ways of doing things easier, quicker, faster. You recognize where you need support, what you can outsource, and all the things. So, there was this sense of, you know, them just having this limited capacity when actually working through on that project you know yeah it might be short-term pain and uh, you know a couple of late nights and things like that the impact that it would have between the people that would consume that content or join that community or learn from the online program or from the workshop was the thing we really had to keep our eye on because I think it could you know a lot of these projects can have so much impact and it is so rewarding for artists to have that impact on their communities beyond the studio.
0: And I'm so happy you mentioned, you know, all the skills and, and, you know, the requirements and Google searches because I survived on Google searches and different tutorials because most of the times I have no idea what I'm doing. Every single time I launch a new project, you don't see behind the scenes, but behind the scenes is me learning new things and looking for information and just doing it because it's fun. It ends up being It's not stressful at all because I just enjoy learning new things and everything is doable. Like we can achieve anything. And I love that we go together for this program because I'm coming from the perspective of an artist who is multi-passionate and creates different projects to support the art community and other artists. And you are an independent curator, a coach, and then you have have all these projects to support artists as well. So we're combining this knowledge from two perspectives. And I really enjoy, you know, our input when we were putting this program together.
1: Yeah, no, I've really enjoyed it as well. I just feel it is such a powerful container for people to come in and you know, really use that time with us to execute on their ideas, you know, feel safe, be guided, be held accountable, and really bring those projects to life. And it's interesting what you say about how much, you know, time you spend learning, you know, behind the scenes, you know, I'm doing that the same. Every time we put out a new issue of Art Scene Magazine, you know, we're going through like, how can we streamline the processes? What are the shortcuts that we can take? What do we need to not do anymore because you know something didn't work or you know where can we get some of the work done up front you know especially when it comes to like making graphics for example for promoting each new issue it's like now we get those graphics done up front when the magazine is ready rather than at the time that we're about to launch it so there's just these little things you know you kind of do have to tweak and pivot and pay attention to you learn better how to do something when you're actually doing it rather than, you know, just studying and just training, you know, I think it really comes from the doing, because at that point, you're also sort of shaping it to how you like to work as well, right? You know, there are times of the month or times of the week or times of the day that I'm just not especially effective than other times, right? There's certain work I can get done at the start of the day that I'm not great at doing after lunch so you know as you kind of recognize your own patterns I think kind of you know the commitment to your projects actually sort of helps you make the best of your time with it and your commitment without sort of stressing yourself out
0: yes and I want to mention one more thing when I when I talked about learning I actually meant learning by doing (laughs) and doing everything at the same time so I feel like we spend so much time waiting for the right moment waiting for the right time and we feel like we need to learn everything before we actually start working on things. But for me, it definitely is the other way around. For me, it definitely is making the decision, okay, I'm going to launch this, making the time frame. then maybe sort of seeing what steps I need to take, doing some a little bit of reverse engineering and seeing what I can do first. And then what are some bigger steps that I need to take that I might need more time for? But then it's just like, like with the magazine, for example, at the moment, I'm learning to work in um, InDesign for the first time in my life, because I'm editing the magazine, but the magazine's already in the making. So it's, um, it's actually fun when you sort of get into that energy of just creating all the time, learning new things, and sort of stretching yourself as well, and becoming that person who actually can achieve anything and then everything else is just easy
1: <laughs> and I think that's what's great about this program that we've put together because you're really going to be learning and doing right between our calls you're going to be implementing and then you can come back to the next week's call and you know get the feedback on what didn't work what's better how you can pivot make it easier and all the things um I wanted you to share the structure of the program. So it's an accountability program in many ways. But I know for the first uh, three weeks, we've kind of got slightly different format. So it's not just open coaching, it is slightly more tailored. Do you want to
0: take the listeners through that? Oh, yeah, sure. So when we were talking about the program at the very beginning, we knew that for that, in order to be very powerful, it needs to be small and intimate and very personal and tailored to individual needs of the artists who sign up so we decided we decided on some numbers uh we decided that if people who enroll sort of exceed that number which is going to work in cohorts which is fantastic because then everyone is seen everyone is heard uh all the work is done you know the advice is really personal and tailored to the person or the artists who are in individual cohorts and I think that's very powerful because it's not a mass community of people where you get general advice is very specific and that's why we believe that it's so powerful and that in 10 weeks you can get from your idea to actually executing and launching and i think that's just amazing and i wish i had something like that when i was starting out So when I think about the the first three sort of two, four weeks, I know we talked about the key things that need to be sort of set and done before we actually do all the homeworks. So what's really important, I think, is to get clarity and vision and just getting clear on what your goal is with your project. And Of course, there needs to be a little mindset work as well because you need to feel deserving of that project. You need to believe in yourself and you need to feel safe as well. So we want to establish that trust as well, you know, within that little group because you will be interacting with other artists who are at the same level as you are, you know, that entry point with their ideas. We also want you to appreciate your experience and how you can actually apply Your skills and your knowledge that doesn't have to be relevant to art or your project, but it can be uh, managerial skills, for example, because they're fantastic when you're actually executing your idea and, and launching a project and then working on it. We also want to talk about your goal because you need to be clear about what you're trying to achieve, what your vision is, who your target audience is, because that's very important when you are going to be talking about your project and then writing about it, creating sales page or any page, any any promo page, um, you're going to be talking about it on social media and pretty much everywhere like we do with this project. So we need to talk about steps still in sort of week two, week three, when we're going to reverse engineer the steps to get there. So you need to have the goal, the bigger vision, and then we sort of take you you know, backwards. Um, so it's easier for you to understand and work through that. And much of this is what we expect to the artist on the
1: programme to do. So they would really identify their steps and then we would look at them together. So understanding that if the end of it, let's say you wanted to launch an online course, then prior to that you would have had a sales page up and you would be marketing And then sort of the step before that might be actually designing the programme. So we're kind of, you know, as uh, Mona says, reverse engineering the sort of steps to get there. And this is something that we would work on together, really, you know, starting with the artist and their vision for the project and then helping you to get them uh, sort of micro steps often, right? That means that you can, you know, leave that session and actually know what you need to get done in the next two or three days. And sometimes these can be small steps as well. So, you know, we want it to be, broken down in a way that is actionable right not some um you know monumental obstacle because the whole point of it is to be able to get you over the finish line get that project launched and get it out in the world yeah so if for example you wanted to create an online course you know there's technical skill there where that both mona and i can support you with or if it was a workshop for example again you know we can help you design the format and the marketing so if your project is something we've done, then, of course, we're there to support you through that part of it. Um, but it's not a heavy teaching program. I think that was one of the things we were quite clear on. Of course, you know, like I said, if, if it's a sort of project we've done, then we can totally support you through it. But the program is really meant to be more coaching so that you are more empowered to execute on your idea and really bring that project to life.
0: OK, so since we've mentioned the the format and sort of touched upon the content, who is this program for, Gita?
1: It's for that artist who's been sitting there dreaming about running a podcast or launching that blog all about, I don't know, artist tools or studios or whatever it is, right? Painting techniques or anything like that. It is, yeah, just really, you know, for the artist who has been Sitting on an idea is worried that it might detract from their creative life or the reputation they have as an artist. I think that fear of being a jack of all trades is quite common. And I just want to put you at ease that this is no bad thing, that you get to do all the things and they're really just about you having that creative life. So, yeah, that artist who's, you know, just wants to be supported, is really passionate about the idea. You know, that, that idea has been like hanging around for so long, they can't quite let it go. Yeah, I think that is the ideal person. And to be honest, it doesn't have to be an artist, right? You know, maybe you're creative in other ways. Your work is, I don't know, in fashion design or something. But any of these sorts of projects that we've talked about kind of resonate with you and you want that support and accountability, then we are here.
0: I wanted to say that since I'm coming from two communities that are focusing on women artists, this is not a program for women only, of course. <laughs> I wanted to mention that and clarify that just in case we scared the man away now. Absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely,
1: it's for, you know, anybody that is just, you know, ready, excited about this project that they want to do,
0: then, you know, they want to get it done. So Absolutely. So if you are that artist, we just mentioned, if you are that creative man or woman, uh, and you're looking for an amazing and powerful space full of accountability, support, guidance, and coaching, please find the link to enrollment in the show notes. Or you can find it at
1: curatorsalon.com forward slash launch it now. The programme starts on 17th of August. It is open to artists from around the world. And I'm super excited for it. I think it's going to be a really powerful container. And I can't wait to help these artists
0: get their projects out in the world. Thank you so much for sharing the date. I also want to say that the doors close on the 14th of August. So you still have a few days to sign up for this program. And if you feel called to this, trust yourself, take the leap. You won't regret it. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We can't wait to welcome you in the program. Gita, thank you so much for being here with me today. And we'll speak soon. Thank you, Mona, for
1: everything. Thank you for having me on the show. And I'm really excited to work with you on this program.